You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I want to tell you the story of a TikTok user named Sydney. Sydney works in customer service for a dating site, and she likes to post dating advice videos online. Here's some pickup lines with terrible success rates. Feel free to steal them because they won't help you and loves all lie anyway. Sydney has been helping her sister plan her wedding, but a few weeks ago, she found out her sister's fiance is cheating on her. Trying to tell my sister that I found her boyfriend on the dating app where I work. The nerve of some guys. They really keep using apps while they're in relationships. It's too bad you can't tell the girlfriends, huh? OMFG, I'm gonna kill him. She hasn't told her sister, but she's been confiding in her TikTok followers. Hundreds of thousands of them tune in every day to keep up with Sydney. But here's the thing. Sydney's not real. Sydney is a character played by an actress written by a team of producers and screenwriters. Rebecca Jennings is a reporter for The Goods, and she's been following the stories of Sydney and a few other fictional influencers. She's here to tell us more. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So who is Sydney and what's going on with the team that created her? Why are they creating characters on TikTok? So Sydney is an actor, um, and she was hired by a tech company called Forefront, which sort of thinks of itself as, you know, a tech entertainment media company that's creating these fictional characters that play out in real time on social media. And so, you know, Sydney, all of her TikToks have been scripted by a a writer's room. They hire screenwriters who have just graduated from USC um, to sort of create these narratives that play out over the course of several weeks. It seems very, very authentic to TikTok. It seems like if you just found it on your For You page, it would be like, oh, here's a girl, you know, talking about dating app red flags or whatever. um, And you wouldn't really think twice about it. And it turns out Sydney isn't the only character that Forefront is working on. They told you that they're actually creating a whole universe of fake influencers? Right. And its founder, um, Elon Benjamin, told me that it was basically an MCU-style universe of characters on TikTok. So yeah, there's Sydney, who is this, you know, like, she's broke, she's living in New York, she's working at a dating app. And then we have Tia, who's a young woman who finds out that her boyfriend is actually African royalty. Okay, so I was researching more African monarchies for class, and I found this. A picture of my boyfriend with the royal family of I mean, that is definitely closey. Is that why he never wants to talk about his family? Because he's literally royalty? And then it's a whole thing with his mom and, you know, her status as non-royal and all this. There's like a love triangle. It's great. And then we have Ollie, who's a trans man who finds out that his father actually also transitioned. And so that's that's like, you know, like a more heartwarming one. I just talked to my mom about the woman I found on Facebook who I thought might be related to my dad. And she looked at the picture and immediately recognized this woman. She is my dad. We have a man named Billy Hundos, who is, you know, a finance bro, like, 
hustlepreneur type of guy. I was a financial analyst at a wildly successful hedge fund, making over 400K a year easy. Here are the top three reasons why getting fired was the biggest blessing of my life. And so they're they're kind of like running the gamut of typical regular people that amass large followings, like not quite influencers, but, you know, just like people that happen to have a narrative in their lives that people want to listen to. So if, if this is a whole universe, do these storylines actually intersect at any point in time? So, yeah, so they created it so that at the end, when they were ready to sort of reveal that they all lived in this one fictional universe, uh, they had them all sign up for this contest where it was like, who wants to be a billionaire, basically? Or like, you, if you win this contest, then you inherit a billion dollars when this really old rich guy dies. And so they all went to Los Angeles to be in this mansion together, and they did this live event. And then through that, we got to see that they were all, they all sort of lived in this MCU fake influencer world. And just to be clear, MCU is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> but these influencers don't have superpowers, do they? Not that I know of, but I mean, they could possibly write one and then that would start a whole conversation about whether this person is, you know, actually magical or not. So people watching these TikTokers sort of in encountering them in the wild, do they know that they're watching actors or are followers under the impression that these are real people? Well, it's funny because when you talk to Forefront, they like to say that, you know, everyone knows, you know, it's all in good fun. Like they try not to touch on like super dark subject matter or anything like that. In every recent video, they've put hashtag fictional in the in the video description. Or, you know, when you click on their profile, it says fictional in the bio, maybe with like something cutesy. But I mean, from my perspective, the way that most people use TikTok is they scroll on their For You page and they come across all these videos that like they don't really pay that much attention to. And they sort of just like take them at face value for the most part, unless they're like super viral. And so I think, you know, expecting people to know that something is part of this like tech company's like larger narrative uh, just by putting, you know, hashtag fictional in the caption is, is kind of asking a lot. So yeah, so it's it's sort of in that gray area between like, this is a real person versus this is this very coordinated event by a startup that, you know, has raised a lot of seed money and like, you know, likes to think of itself as like a metaverse company. And how has the TikTok audience responded? Are they into this kind of thing? I mean, it's interesting because a lot of the characters that they've created have, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers or tens of thousands of followers. And, you know, a lot of people on TikTok have have that many followers, but it's pretty impressive the way that they've been able to sort of create these narratives and, and they sort of, they, they phase out the ones that don't really get a lot of traction. So the ones that exist are pretty popular on TikTok scale. What's interesting is though, that like, when you look at the comments on a lot of the videos, people are clearly engaging with it, thinking that these are real people. Like they are sharing their own advice for whatever the character is going through. They want to like help the person. And so it gets pretty personal in the comments. Weirdly, I feel like I'm having deja vu and talking about fictional characters on TikTok, even though I'm, I'm not a TikTok user. Is this the first time someone has created a fake character on social media? No, and I'm assuming you're thinking of the most famous example probably is Lonely Girl 15. Hi, guys. Um, So this is my first video blog. Um, I've been watching for a while, and I really like a lot of you guys on here. Um, I think it was like the first year that YouTube existed these two screenwriter guys, they hired an actress to play this vlogger named Brie. And Brie was this lonely teenager. And as the vlogs kind of went on, like 
crazier things would start happening. And so pretty quickly, within a few months, it got really popular. And then there were like thousands of people flocking to these message boards where they were like, is this a real thing? Is this not? And they eventually uncovered that, you know, this was probably the work of someone who was trying to make money off of this or doing it for reasons that were not just a random girl alone in her room. So no, this is not the first time. And plenty of like artists have done experimental stuff about playing with characters online. Like this is all totally normal, but it's a bit more rare when you get, you know, a tech company that's like, I think that this could be a real entertainment moneymaker type of thing. Well, speaking of the people trying to make money off of this, why did Forefront choose TikTok? Why not another platform like YouTube or Instagram? I mean, I think it's because it's really easy to blow up on TikTok really fast. They could kind of get that feedback in real time. You know, if you start a YouTube channel, good luck getting subscribers for the first year or so. Like you really have to put in the work in the years. Whereas on TikTok, you have a video that's like really engaging and, you know, really shocking and you could go viral overnight. So I think that was sort of an obvious option. Do you have any idea how big Forefront's ambitions are for turning this into a new entertainment enterprise? Well, yeah. So I think right now what they do is they, on the comments of the videos, like they're encouraging viewers to text a number. And so like text the actual character and then they have an AI which sort of responds in the character's voice. And those conversations go according to a certain narrative that they've created. And I I think in the future, they'll probably have like paid versions of that or like paid live events where only for subscribers of this one character can gain access. I have to admit at this point, I expected to feel more creeped out about this concept than I actually do. As someone who looks at a lot of weird and innovative trends on the internet, how do you feel about it? Do you think that (laughs) fake influencers played by actors are going to become more common? I mean, sure. I think it has an audience and I think that audience is pretty young. But I do think with that sort of entertainment factor, I think comes a lot of responsibility, especially in terms of letting people know that what they're watching is entertainment and it's fake or it's scripted rather, because I think TikTok more than really any other platform has this feeling of connection and it has this ability to make you feel like you're just FaceTiming with another friend. And so people end up feeling really close to these strangers that they see on their For You pages. And I personally am not sure that hashtagging something as fictional, even though it's like, we don't even have words for what this is right now. Like how would you expect people to connect the dots between saying something is fictional, but also like, not showing the whole story that like, hey, this is like a tech company that's in the middle of like raising a bunch of money by like Silicon Valley guys who are like, yeah, the metaverse, whatever. And there's people on the other end of that. There's people who are like pouring their hearts out in the comment sections to people that (laughs) it's it's no one. It's going to no one. And it just it's a little bit weird. It's it's weird to me. But I think in general, the idea of telling a story over social media is super cool. And if people can do that successfully, great for them. In a way, the birth of fictional stories playing out on social media, or it's not even the birth, the evolution of them playing out on social media is not unlike the the beginning of reality TV. And that's where it sort of comes into sort of like this gray area. Like we don't have terms for, for what this is yet. Like, you know, we did with reality TV and we understood that there were cameras there and that there were producers there and that there were like television networks behind this. I think that offers a lot more context as to like what you're seeing may or may not be manipulated. And people sort of go in knowing like, okay, I know this might not be 100% accurate, but that's what I'm signing up for. Versus something on TikTok where it's like literally most of it is people just saying what 
what they want to say and being themselves versus this corporate entity crafting these narratives for maximum engagement. Rebecca, thanks for joining us. This has been a little intriguing, a little creepy, but ultimately interesting. Yeah, agree. Thank you so much for having me. The AI technology that Forefront uses to let fans talk to these fictional characters is GPT-3. Yes, that's the same open source AI robot we told you about a few weeks ago. And so far, the company says the service is popular among fans. When told they were texting someone from a fictional story, 89% of users told Forefront they wanted to continue anyways. 42% went on to share really intimate and emotional information with the character. My name is Adam Clark Estes, and thank you for tuning in to Rico Daily. This episode was produced by Alan Rodriguez Espinosa and engineered by Christian Ayala. If there's a story you want us to cover, make sure to let us know. Email us at ricodaily at rico.net. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.